Hello and welcome to TNC episode 13 uh, and I'm joined by recurring guests Perrin and Porkin. Hello, we are back. Alright, yeah, back again. Hello. Porkin's got a new microphone. I have. I do not. I have the same one. <laughs> I've got the same one as well. I have the same non-existent built-in microphone. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is AirPods, so yeah, hopefully it's going to be easy. Oh, you know, two, you know, two hundred smackaroonies. So, <laughs> but you know, anyway. Uh, so Micah and um, Ethan sadly cannot join us at the moment. Probably either sleeping or whatever. Who knows? We'll find out when they wake up, I suppose. But yeah. Anyway, obviously that means I can't really give any of the stats or anything that we usually do because Micah has access to those. So. Uh, just pretend that, like, literally everyone on Earth listened to the last episode. I'm sure they Man, did. I'm impressed with those numbers. Yeah, that's very impressive. Yeah, it's so we've cool got to like see, it's so cool to see this podcast grow so fast. <laughs> about, yeah, we've got like ten more billion about, listeners. Like, f- five million percent increase in listeners. It feels so. It feels great. That's amazing. That's truly just. It's one of the greatest achievements of all time, honestly. I'm so humbled and grateful for this experience. Yeah, blessed. Hashtag blessed, actually. Might as well make it, you know, clear. But uh, anyway, might as well move on, because, like I say, don't have any of the stats. So, stuff we've been doing. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Perrin. What have you been up to? All right, so I haven't been doing a whole lot. I've mostly been doing a bunch of funky projects for school. So one of the things we've been do- I've been doing is... Uh, for my graphic design one classes, we're working on a recipe booklet. And recipe is in air quotes because my professor encourages <laughs> us to just like kind of do whatever prompt we want to and just interpret it however we feel like it. So I'm doing mine on like uh, the ingredients for ex- successful sports <laughs> branding because yeah, I have to of make course. It, I have to make it about <laughs> sports or otherwise I'm not gonna want to work on it. That's <laughs> very fair enough. <laughs> So, yes. <laughs> so I had, a, I had a good amount of fun working on that. It's been, all right, it's been a bit of a slow process, but it's a lot of, like, working with uh, type layout and stuff. It's been, it's been pretty helpful. It's been pretty fun. I've also been working on uh, one of the projects we're doing for my typography class is uh, we had to make a cover for a song of our choice. I actually posted this in uh, your Discord server, Sean. Um, I posted oh, yeah. my previews of so I did a cover for Blossom by Porter Robinson and I was really, really oh, yeah, yeah that, was, that, that was very cool so we spent yeah. a lot of time we spent a lot of time like talking about like being able to strike a balance between like getting across the feeling of the song with only type but also being able to like use images in like a tasteful way working in tandem with type so it was a really really fun project to work on uh, mm-hmm. Also, we do, I'm in a photography class right now, and we're getting to the end of the semester, so we're going to start doing portraits soon, uh, and I've got a final project in a couple weeks where I have to like make a themed set of photos, so I'm going to do a bunch of nature stuff because it's spring. A little yeah. bit uninspired, I know, but like it's still going to be yeah. fun. I feel like that's the same because like whenever like it becomes sunny like my music taste completely changes it's like mm. all to like summery music 
yeah. like as soon as the sun comes out. Don't know why, but that's just the vibe. That's relatable. I'm listening to like metal all through winter, and then spring comes, and it's all like nice sort of you know chill stuff. The season of depression <laughs> leaves, and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why that happens, but it's a vibe, definitely. Yeah. And for once, it's actually sunny. And we've been talking about this just before we started recording, but it's actually sunny here in Scotland and in England today. Yeah, which it's is amazing. It's great. I can, <laughs> Christmas miracle, I can see yeah. sun outside my window right now. Wait, what? First time ever, I can see some sunlight outside. Wow. Oh, right. I thought you said <laughs> you could see me outside your window. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's waiting. Yeah, this is the just... <laughs> yeah, He's got a sniper up in the trees pointing at it. <laughs> sure I'm looking at my window now. I wonder what that shiny thing was. <laughs> nice. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Anyway, uh, speaking of Porkin, what have you been working on other than stalking me? Well, <laughs> I'm not going to deny anything, but... Um, <laughs> don't worry. We'll, no worry. Don't, we might sue you, but don't worry. Nah, sue, the, sue, sue the podcast. That's what I'm saying. No, don't oh, yeah, the sue the podcast. That's yeah. rule number one. Never sue the podcast. Rule n- <laughs> That's rule number one. Rule number one, one, one TNC does not exist. Yeah, rule number one yeah. of the podcast is do not sue the podcast itself. Sue the host. That's okay. something. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say the first rule of uh, TNC is that TNC does not exist. The second mm-hmm. rule of TNC is that you should have fun. And yeah. the third rule of TNC is that, you know, These rules don't sue the whole. Yeah. These rules are approved by the higher ups at TN- TNC LLC. Yeah. And organization. That's a lot of words. Anyway, back to the actual. Back yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know if either of you have heard of the band Polyphia. I'm assuming at least one of you has, right? Uh, yes. I don't think I have, I know, actually. Like, one song. Okay, there we go, yeah, good. So, um, because you posted it in a, a music VC. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're like this this sort oh, yeah. of uh, cool, like, progressive sort of guitar band with these really, like, crazy, talented musicians, and they have all these sort of really complex, like, riffs and stuff, which is already fun to listen to. Um what I've been doing recently is transcribing a load of their like sort of openings onto piano and learning to play them, which is a struggle, but it's fun. <laughs> so yeah, I think I nice. I posted Very a clip cool. in your server recently actually. Oh yeah, 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 I heard that. That was really good. Thanks. I like. I like how virtually every single episode now just turns into someone mentioning, oh yeah, I shared that in your server. Your server is the only server, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like the backbone server. server is you know? the server where we go to share our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. I'm not here to, <laughs> you know, attack their competition here. Man. Just yeah. last night, I posted another epic Wii Sports Resort golf shot. <laughs> I saw that. Server. That was amazing. I also liked how your uh, pal Connor was it. He yeah. was hyping you up. That was awesome. <laughs> I have to take a little bit. I, I haven't seen it. Join my him, server. I told him right before, right before I hit it. There's a good chance this is a hole in one, and I immediately made it a hole in one. It was great. <laughs> one of the highlights of my career. Yeah. Have you sure. peaked though? Would you say that's your peak, or do you think you can go higher? I don't know if it's my peak. I tied nah, the always record climbing. on that Wii. I tied the record on that Wii. It's not. It's a uh, my friend's Wii. It's not the one I have back home. But I tied my record on that Wii, which is negative twenty. But my my all time record is uh, negative twenty three. Oh, negative is a good. Thing. That's pretty good. Right. Yeah. Okay. A good thing. Yeah, golf. Golf, yeah. golf, golf, man. Oh, yeah. 
The only golf I know about is St Andrews because I yeah. have been to St Andrews, the home of golf. Do they have like mini golf in Scotland? Is or is that just an American thing? No, yeah, we have, we have mini golf. Because okay. like, yeah. it seems like the kind of thing that Americans would just do and consider normal that no one else does. <laughs> no, we have like, mini I golf. Can... Thing. Actually, uh, we had recently on the high street where near where I live, we used to have like a like a kind of center that had the mm-hmm. mini golf course, and I remember. Um, we went to it once with my friends, and one of the holes when you get it, the like the ball in the hole, <laughs> it's just, oh god! I had I had that mini heart attack. It starts blaring at the like you know <laughs> top of its lungs. Uh, you know like I will walk five hundred <laughs> miles. Hilarious! Uh, I actually I, I generally just jumped out of my skin. I felt <laughs> like I just got like sent to the afterlife for a second there. I was actually just shocked. I mean, hey, if I die. And go to heaven. The first thing I want to be to greet me at the pearly gates is uh, that song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean I, I don't know if that should be like your entrance to heaven. Is it like an entrance, like a WWE entrance, or like your favorite <laughs> song place? Ooh. <laughs> Speaking of WWE Just a fault. entrances, <laughs> I know I'm going way <laughs> off topic, but. Um, <laughs> I briefly mentioned this in your server like a, a while ago, again, but um, I spent, uh, there's a video games club at my school, and one time when we met up, me and my friend Nolan just spent the entire time making goofy custom wrestlers in one of the earlier WWE 2K games, and it was incredible, because the character creators in, w- in the WWE games get incredible absolutely buck wild like you can the way you can like mess with body proportions is like borderline horrific it's incredible (laughs) i've seen that yeah because i watched uh critical do that yeah oh man and he's like made goofy characters of that incredible there's also a slightly older series but monster factory from the mcelroy brothers they do this all the time for all kinds of games but anyway anyway so I made a, this guy who had, like, ginormous, like, you can mess with, like, specifically the shoulders. And so I oh, just no. made them, like, <laughs> gigantic. And so they stick the... out, like, there's, like, a rectangle that, like, rectangular flesh pauldron that sticks a foot out of his shoulder. It's insane. I gave him bright green hair, and I named him Mossy Doug. And I gave him a very disturbing face. <laughs> Mossy Doug! <laughs> <laughs> I think he has... That is so good. I forget if I gave him him giant thighs and an incredibly thin waist and thin thin calves, or if it was the other way around. Because either way is really funny. It's like when people make characters on The Sims, and it's like the most cursed thing you've ever seen. Yeah, I did that. I also did that once, and I made a guy who looked like the Shock Top logo. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Like if you combine the Shock Chop logo with Waluigi, it was that man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's one of my favorite oh my things God. to do is to make horrible, 
characters whenever there's a character creator that lets me oh, get crazy. Especially, it's even better when the game has like cutscenes with your custom yes. character in it, and like everyone yes. else looks normal, and your character's got like, got, like, like broad shoulders, yeah. like a tiny heads, and everything. Yeah, part of, the, <laughs> part of the reason why doing it in WWE is so fun is because then you get to like customize their their entrance, their wrestling entrance, <laughs> oh, and so you God. can make them do like the goofiest dances or the most dramatic entrances. <laughs> And have them wave for the crowd, and then if you make more than one monstrosity, you get to see them fight each other. <laughs> so my my friend Nolan made like a very tall skinny man with bright tur- turquoise hair, and he named him Hatsune Michael. <laughs> and then they fought each other, and uh, and then oh like, Hatsune Michael won the series two to nothing. And I was so disappointed in my my, my son's performance, but it is what it is, you know. Man, because you just auto submit. Oh. You don't. We don't even like actually need to play because neither of us really know how. We just know how to do the character creator. <laughs> I think that hilarious. adds to it. Yeah, it's hilarious to just like let you know let fate run its course and see who wins. Oh dear, that is amazing. Oh, I, guess, I love character video. I regret not taking video of it, but the next time I, next time we play with those characters, I will be sure to take some pictures. Yeah, definitely. I need to see this now. I've been given like, all the lore, but now I need to see the actual thing. Definitely. This really sounds like a 3 a.m. Yeah. activity, honestly. It does. It was like it a 5 much. p.m. activity <laughs> right before dinner. Okay. Oh, nice. Maybe yeah, it's that better does when feel... you're like, just a little bit hungry. Yeah. You're hangry. On, bordering exactly. on hangry. Yeah. Man. But, uh... Getting back on topic, <laughs> trying to steer this back onto Just the road because right now we're right like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was actually the meme I posted about on Waste of was how we basically just never talk about the actual topic for like most of podcasts. But anyway, uh, what have I been working on? Uh, I released a new project after like how many months? Like half a year, more than half a year. Been I don't a know. Good long while. It has been. But I finally released it. I think I talked about it on the podcast like a f- quite a few episodes ago. But it's called the Dead Account Rebrand. Basically, mm. it, if you're not aware, I have a lot of old accounts that I have deleted over uh, quite a long period of time. And uh, Perrin, in yes. being an absolute mega mind genius, he suggested, "Hey, why don't someone rebrand all of those old accounts?" And I was like, "Well." Who wouldn't be better to do it than me? <laughs> <laughs> so I went and did it. I you thought I would. were the Thanos meme final, do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's what it was. I was like, fine, I'll do it myself, snap my fingers. But instead of snapping my fingers, I spent like, like what, four or five months working on this project off and on. Because, you know, I can't just not do something for, like, five minutes and leave it. I have exactly. to, like, make it incredibly elaborate into, like, a huge affinity file that's, like, almost, like, yes. <laughs> like half a gig, like, big the now. Best way, the best way to do projects like this or even just to, like, get yourself to start designing something is to trick yourself into doing a project that takes several years and then have that be the default thing you work on in the background of other things. Basically. Yeah, so that's basically. what I'm doing. That's what I did with my giant football league project. There you, you go. Still There's your design that. tip for today. Yes. Right. Okay. When is Perrin not working on <laughs> sports branding? True. Never. true. <laughs> basically, the only time he stops is when he like is I'll here. I'll stop when I'm dead. 
<laughs> you won't take me alive. Exactly. He's like that. He's like that guy that's like getting dragged away, and he's yelling like, "No, they won't take me alive." No, my sports logos. <laughs> can't do this but, to yeah. me. <laughs> but um, yeah. So if you're interested in checking it out, it's on my Scratch account, and it's on my Behance as well. If you're Scratch adverse which is probably quite a few people now. So, yeah, please, check it out. I've spent far too much time on it, and I need validation. So, please. Man. man. Who are you without you know, your sweet, sweet clout? Exactly. Sweet if I you know, if I don't have clout, then do I even exist? That's the most poignant quote Ariely has <laughs> ever made, by the way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Ariely's had some pretty powerful quotes, but my, my God, that's like a TED Talk. Exactly. That there. Yeah. All I'm saying is give Aureli a TED talk. Philosophers of our time. <laughs> yeah. To be or not to be. Clout. 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 To clout or not to clout. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. But uh, I think we should uh, move on to interesting stuff we've been uh, seeing recently. And I want to start with something incredibly goofy, but also incredibly just wild. And that is the Pentagon leaks. Um, <laughs> I can't like. How do I even like start <laughs> trying to explain this? Like, honestly, it sounds like fan fiction. It sounds like something someone's made up, but it's real. Like, yeah. Um, I guess I'll give the lowdown for people who don't know. If you're unaware, um, uh, I believe at the start of this week, or maybe just at the end of last week, there is a massive leak of uh, secret government documents from the Pentagon, basically detailing things about the Ukraine war and just overall some intelligence the uh, United States uh, has. Um, now, that doesn't sound too crazy off the top of its head. We have leaked quite a lot. But what's two things are crazy about it is it's the biggest leak in uh, Pentagon history, to my knowledge. But... The craziest part is the person who leaked it is 21 years old and leaked it on a Minecraft Discord server. Yes. <laughs> Man. Die I, millennials, I, SMH. <laughs> <laughs> All they know is charge they phone. Minecraft so Discord. Mm. Leak Pentagon secrets. Actually, 21 years old, that's Gen Z. Yeah, that that's is. Gen Z. That's Gen Z. That's Gen Z, yeah. That's Man. wild. So the government to give should a bit know more better than to trust Gen Z with government secrets. <laughs> Must be real. <laughs> that is hilarious. Right, so to give some more context, he didn't just share it in a Minecraft Discord server. He shared it in three different servers. So the first one that the BBC mentioned is um, a, pr- a private one. Uh, it had about a dozen members. And basically, from what it seems, he was the oldest of the of the people in that server. He was kind of seen as the elder of the server. Mm. Um, and basically, from what it seems, the way the BBC kind of are saying, or at least what the, what's being implied is, and what for most people are thinking is, it's that um, essentially he was just trying to make himself look cool in front of all everyone else <laughs> in the server. <laughs> Man. And he was... He got very upset when people didn't take him seriously when he started talking oh, about all this stuff. Poor guy. So then he just started <laughs> dropping screenshots, like Mike dropping this stuff in the server, just casually like, oh, here's some Pentagon secrets. <laughs> I know. Cause I know. What's the word I'm looking for? I know top secret <laughs> military documents. <laughs> I, have access, like... I have access to highly sensitive intelligence, and you don't. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Here's proof. Oops. 
Oops, looks like I just dropped all these government secrets. Oops, oh, I hate like when I'll that happens. Going to jail for like fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets even crazier, though. It gets wilder. This is like this is like the tame stuff. So then, uh, I think what happens next? He goes to a Minecraft Discord server. I believe the Discord server revolved around making a map in Minecraft of the real world. So like making like a map that's based off of Earth. And <laughs> from what it seems anyway, again, this is all implied. You don't actually know the context of the conversation, but from what it seems, it's basically him getting into arguments with people about like all this stuff about Ukraine and stuff. We don't again don't know the context entirely. But basically he would argue with like these users and I guess they would claim that he's not telling the truth when he has like all this insider information. So then he just casually drops all this information in the server. Man. I mean, I guess he auto like, wins the imagine? argument then, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's basically just trying to won. win. He beat the online one argument. Yeah. One cost. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically that's what it was. Like, how like about... Sean, imagine if you got so fed up with how people don't respect you that you just started leaking secret documents in your own server. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah like I say like oh you know I don't know what I've got this amount of money in the bank or something yeah. and so someone says no no it's you like, don't Sean is, and then I just say uh... well here's my here's my <laughs> credit card number yeah try it yourself <laughs> you just say ah yes I you just accidentally like leak some secrets about the royal family or whatever <laughs> I mean that happens every day to be fair oh, yeah, with the royal family but yeah let's be real but um. It doesn't stop there. We're nowhere near done. No there's way. another server. There's another server. And this one I, I'm not very familiar with. From what, uh, again, what the BBC is saying, it is a server um, dedicated to a Filipino YouTuber. I don't know who the YouTuber is. I, obviously, I'm not Filipino myself. Maybe someone else might know who this YouTuber is, but whatever. Uh, and similar idea. Basically, he uh, got into arguments with people, full-on Twitter debates, you know, you know, basically normal, Twitter meaningless, behavior. basically, basically casual Twitter behavior. But uh, uh, but this guy's armed with actual secret, top secret government information. So I again, mean, he just drops not, the receipts. Not, like something people normally do on Twitter. Would not no. be surprised. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Yeah, Twitter's a pretty wild How much, place. Like, to be fair. and stuff goes goes on over there. Yeah, it's, not, I suppose. it's, only, it's only like two steps farther, you know. Yeah, but I mean. How many of them are armed with actual government like yeah. secrets? Like that? <laughs> that's, that's pretty me. wild. <laughs> Man, I'm surprised there aren't like. I mean, I'm sure there are restrictions about like who's has access to this, but like you'd think that like they would limit mm -hmm. how much access you have to social media if yeah. you are possessing such so sensitive material. And what's even stranger, so basically, there's a couple things, because they have described what his job was, so from what the government has said, or at least from what the media is saying, he did have reasons to have access to this, because it was meant to be supporting certain like functions of the military mm. and stuff, but another part of it was that he did have a background check, so that mm. means they would have, well, obviously, well, clearly the background check wasn't that good, because they didn't find out yeah. that he was this you know. this out of pocket and then the other thing was is that um when he went to work he he wasn't allowed to have a smartphone in the building like it was a no smartphone zone because of how highly sensitive this information was and how yeah. kind of you know important his job was so like 
how in the world did, I want to know is one how did he like get these files because yeah, for example exactly. if you look at the BBC article there is a, like a, a picture from what he like took I assume he must have took this at work but yeah. then what, what well, did like, he use to take the photo that's what I'm curious yeah. like, did he sneak a I phone mean, in did he like how, how do you even how like, do you do this even if he didn't use a camera like I don't think the Pentagon is just going to be like emailing around the private information <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to be using like, WhatsApp and just like you know, WhatsApping <laughs> each other government secrets. Oh, who uh, knows? Maybe they are. You never I know. Bet the old Pentagon Slack and just start chatting. <laughs> maybe, maybe they have their own Discord. We just don't know about. I would not be surprised know. if like large government organizations have their own versions of like Discord. Because there's no way they're yeah. going to trust a third party company, right? Who knows? I mean, maybe they're still using MSN Instant Messenger. <laughs> I don't know. Man. You never know, man. You're an explorer. I feel like I'm too young to know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, this is all people talk. Okay. You know. Man. You do know what Windows XP is, though, right? Well. That was a disconcerting. Oh, the, like, the way you hesitated. He's Googling it. He's Googling it. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Right, <laughs> He's so Googling it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> do not like... be pulling my chain here. Do you know what XP is or not? It's a version of Windows. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, bro, you googled that. I do not believe it. You just like... Oh my god. Bro. Okay, I'm both a bit too old for Windows XP and also have barely used any Windows products at all. And I still know what it is. Oh I mean, my god. Like, I've heard of it. I'm old. I, I don't know which I'm version old. of Windows. It, like, I knew it was a version of Windows. You know? Did you though? <laughs> Did you? That was a very I, like, the fact that you pause. like that dead silence that we had. Like I, I asked, "What's Windows XP?" There's and there was just solid, pure like, silence for like seconds. a solid minute. Right, no comment, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late for that. <laughs> oh my god! Man. Wow. Oh no. Do you know what a blackberry is? Yes. <sighs> they grow in bushes. They're quite yummy. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh anyway, back to this absurd story with um <laughs> the Pentagon. I mean just like like we've had like I I said this off the before we started recording. We talked about it a little bit and I'm just thinking to myself like Edward Snowden, you've got competition here, man. Yeah. Like yeah, you you did like the, you know, tour, you used like per, you know, stuff to protect yourself. This guy just went Raw, no rubber. Here's here's some secret documents in a, dep- a public Discord server. Man, you know, that's just the fact they had to go really out of his way as well to like just win the internet argument. You know, yeah, like it. It must have been difficult know, to get wild. the file. Like this in the guy, first place, like, like imagine getting your ego checked so hard <laughs> that you feel like, ah, uh, yes, <laughs> this will prove I'm like in charge here, posting government. Yeah. I'll just casually leak some government secrets. I don't know what's. I don't know what Sather. I don't know what Sather is like. Him leaking documents in the public servers because he's had arguments with like random people, or that other like the the private one where he just wants to like. Yeah, at that cool. point he's just. I don't know what one's more. At pathetic. that point, he's just in the spirit of giving. <laughs> <He's just> going... <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone! Here's some Pentagon secrets for you all. Throwing classified documents in the air and letting them rain down. Well, I mean. They did come out during kind of the Easter period, so maybe this is like, you know, his uh, idea of what if it was for gift April or something. Man. They're not real documents. 
<laughs> oh, maybe. Oh, April Fools, but yeah. they're actually real documents. Man, April, April Fools, Fools Pentagon. April you thought you did your background okay, checks. Okay, okay. How do we know he's not pranking the people in the server? Where he's just like, haha, these are it, like. Well, these are classified. The documents. reason we yeah. know is because like, he's been arrested. <laughs> I mean, I know. Like, <laughs> because the government went and said they're I'm real. Just devil's advocate for this man who's like, <laughs> according to the letter of the law, a traitor. <laughs> man. Oh, oh my god, man. I just like when I read it this morning. Cause I woke up right, and I had my, I had my breakfast, and then I went and checked the news, and I saw this, and I I like the more I read the article from the BBC, I was like my eyes just widened more and more. It's like that <laughs> meme from like Ratatouille where the guys are reading like the newspaper. Or, like, or, what? <laughs> That's what I was Man. like. I was like, how in the world is this real? Oh gosh, like it was. It's just insane, man. Man, like how? Imagine, imagine this. Like headline. Guy ruins life because he <laughs> argued with people on Discord. Yeah, that's a little bit uh, of an oversimplification. That can mean anything. It is a bit. People do that all uh, the time. Yeah. But like, I suppose. I think this guy's the first to do that with leaking government intelligence. Yeah, that's a pretty wild way. Man. Like, uh, wild, absolutely wild story. Forget so who, yeah, I forget who said it, but the, whoever said uh, that parody and reality are becoming increasingly indistinguishable from each other, he was completely yeah. right. Like no joke, th- uh, if this was on the Onion, I would be like, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That real. sounds like an Onion article. <laughs> Wild story, but uh, yeah, I thought let's move on anyway to uh, Netflix. It doesn't have the most US users anymore. Wow. Uh, what do you, I want to ask you a question? Have you? I assume you haven't read the article yet, right? I have not. Or like, no. check. Right. So I want to ask you: Who do you think is number one now? Who do you think has the most oh, US users? I'm gonna guess Hulu. Disney Plus. Oh, Disney Plus. And you Hulu. think Hulu? It's neither of those. It's really? Amazon Prime. Oh. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. That, Amazon that Prime is super surprising, but like Amazon Prime is pretty bad. Not gonna lie. It is. Yeah. It's like kind of really bad. I feel like it's kind of cheating because I mean, like everyone who yeah. like subscribes to Amazon Prime just gets Prime Video bundled exactly. with it. It's not like Netflix. Oh, true. Are they including, it's not yeah. where it's not like you're signing up for an exclusive service like it is for everything else. Yeah, by exactly. bundling it with like the normal things you would use for every other Amazon product. That's basically cheating. Yeah. So it's like that time, like DJ Khaled, like uh, bundled his album with like an energy drink, so he could beat Tyler the Creator in like the charts. Yeah, but Tyler Creator stupid. still won. It's like if just stupid. To, if you have to like do promotions like that, then not only are you kind of cheating, it kind of proves your product is inferior, because you kind of have to cheat to get it to win. You know. Yeah, pretty much. But I still thought it was interesting because they're also saying Apple Plus, uh, Apple TV Plus, sorry, is slowing uh, in growth as well. Which I mean, I'm not I'm too not, I'm not shocked too at that because I, I, the thing with Apple TV Plus is like I feel like it only really like appeals to obviously people who already have Apple yeah. products. There's a lot mostly. of good shows on there though. It is like, like I, really, I mean, didn't really didn't one stuff. of their shows get an Oscar? As well, Ted Lasso got a bunch. Know. Ted Lasso is really, really good. It got a bunch of Oscars, I think. And uh, Severance. Severance is incredible. It's, like, one of the most interesting, like, mystery dramas I've ever seen. It's super, super good. Very excited for whenever the new season comes out. 
But like there's there's good stuff on that on that platform. The fact yeah. that it's like so ingrained in the Apple ecosystem is probably not helping Apple. Like if they were It's to, like, like Apple Music. Exactly. Same idea. If they were gonna treat it like any other streaming service and just let it run wild like any other streaming service and not force you to, you know, need Apple products to use it, then I they could do a lot better. That's just yeah, Apple, though, I isn't agree. it? Like, every Apple yeah. product is sort of exactly. like that. Like, that's, yeah, that's yeah I don't think Apple's Apple going Apple. for world dominance with this service. It's just that they wanted well, a service because it's still extra cash. For bonus them. income, yeah. yeah. I'd kind of rather they not go for world dominance like other companies. <laughs> True. Um, actually, that's the other thing. Because I don't write... Because I've had Disney Plus uh, in the past, and I wasn't that impressed with it. Because yeah. really, it's kind of just... It's basically just... The only thing it's really worth is like if you want to rewatch the stuff you already like, because like all the original stuff is just kind of meh that I've yeah. seen. I'm not a big fan. Uh, I haven't watched much of it, but Andor is really good. Mandalorian's pretty good. It's kind of mid. I thought season one was good. I didn't really like the others, honestly. Yeah, it gets repetitive. Yeah, basically, yeah, because like Baby Yoda got popular, and they were like, "All right, we can stop trying." All right. We made something here. Yo, make the pack it up. Yeah, me make more. We'll take our three billion dollar <laughs> check. <laughs> yeah, and actually, they're going to be like releasing a Moana remake, like a live action remake. That is the. It came out in 2016. Of all time, that's so. It stupid came out. To me. It's because just a pad. Oh my freaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, parents so angry you can't yeah. even complete <laughs> a sentence. No, I, I, I got so angry and knocked my earpod out of my, my earpod out of my. You ear. started like going, <laughs> 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 I started putting my hands in my face and I swiped the earpod right out of my ear. It exa- no, okay. I'm going to describe. I'm going to describe what I feel about Moana getting a remake. Actually, just Disney remakes in general. <laughs> Should I bring back the bell? There you go. Man. That's my Yikes. thought on it. it... That was Man. a guttural scream, by the way. Man, oh. I thought that was—I like, almost <clears throat> thought that was a, a sound effect. That was not a sound effect. That was my voice. That was me actually screaming. Man, we gotta put a volume warning in the description for this one just because of that. Or don't. Or yeah, don't. Just troll them. Uh, no. yeah. Man, imagine some someone's grandma watches this and they hear that and they have a stroke. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> That's a very random scenario. Not stroke. Heart attack. I forgot how surprise works. I mean. Your your mum watches. What are you um, trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> no, not watches. Listens to the episodes. Well, yeah. Well, your mum watch. Your mum listens to the episodes that you're in. So yeah. I'm sorry to parents' mum. Uh, Apologies in advance. Yeah. That wasn't my intention. I was just trying to. Yeah. Express my opinion in a primal kind of like simple yeah. fashion. Reject language. Return to the guttural screams. <laughs> Based. Yeah. Based in screen pilled. <laughs> so true. But yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any other streaming services I really can think of. At least in the UK, I know yeah. I, I know America has Hulu and stuff, but we don't Hulu's have that here. So. Not great because it has ads despite you paying for it, which is so stupid. What? Yeah. I mean, Netflix does now too. If you get the basic like uh, package, yeah, you just get like, like ads, which is stupid. It's just so dumb. Because the whole point of paying for the service is to avoid the ads. Yeah. That's well, like, if you pay for Spotify Premium, for the whole thing is that you don't get ads. Exactly. You don't pay for free Spotify or whatever. That's kind of yeah. kind of one of the reasons why Twitter Blue is so stupid, because you still, you're still you paying for the product, but you still see ads. 
Yeah, tor- you buy Twitter Blue and it's half the ads. Exactly. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. I'm glad they're not... I, I still need... I, I want to see some ads, but, but just still, not, maybe not so many. Not quite as many yeah. more ads than I would like to see, which is zero. Yeah. I've got a solution to that issue, and that is an ad block. Mm. Just use Yay. an ad blocker. I mean, don't. Don't though. It's illegal. Don't, it's technically breaks the law. But like, do it. But do it. But like, don't sue us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can't. Just don't okay, sue us. So the podcast. We can't like outright encourage people to break the law technically, but we can say that there is a little, that there are avenues that exist that we do not yes. condone. You block origin block exists. Ads. You shouldn't use it. You shouldn't but use it, does it, but it does it exist, and you can find it at this link. But you should never go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Ublock Origin, it exists, you shouldn't use it, but you can find it on Google Web's Chrome Web Store. But or, don't um, go looking for it. Firefox add-ons. Don't look for don't it. Don't look for it. But it exists. Okay, I think, that's, I think that covers us. I think we're fine. I think. Please sue Sean and not the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, just sue me. I'm, I'm fine. You know. Maybe the office at this point. <laughs> I mean, ever since I started that waste of account, I mean, jeez. Yeah. Oh, they might have people that have sued me. I'm waiting. I'm just, yeah. Like I say, another day at the office. Uh, you added this parent, by the yes. way. Apple TV Plus baseball graphics are pretty oh, yeah, cool. Like like I don't know. Thing. Um, I was watching a baseball game with some friends last night because they do baseball on Friday nights on Apple TV Plus, and just the graphics package they use is really nice. That's about all I wanted to say. <laughs> It wasn't like a big okay. thing to talk about. I'm just like I saw it. I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty cool. I really like it because it's it's fits very well with Apple's aesthetic, where it's like the normal like like uh, it's not quite Helvetica, but whatever Apple uses instead of Helvetica on like a black, like black a... background. It's very similar. Yeah. I think it's San Francisco. I think is what they call it. Yeah, I think it is. I like think. That. But it's like their normal typefaces and all the little icons for all the baseballs the baseball related icons you need um they're all in the same like same style that apple would do all the other icons like it fits really well as a like a baseball graphics package but also it's just apple's normal style which i think is pretty fun shout out to the (laughs) designers who had to do that for apple because they did a good job i'm trying to i'm gonna see if i can find i do have apple's one of apple's fonts installed i think Mm. okay i used it before in a design just for fun Mm. SF, yeah, it's SF Pro Text or SF ah. Pro Display or just SF Pro, yeah. which I think, like you say, stands for San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. San Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> <clears throat> I hope you enjoy my American accent there. Oh, I think it's it's pretty solid, pretty accurate. Fair enough. The problem with, I'm like, happy with doing that. an American accent in air quotes is because there's like five of them. There's a bunch. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. It's like England. Like, even yeah. England has okay, a ton of different It's not nearly accents. to the same extent as England. For England's reason. wild. They have so many, like, so many different very, accents. Even the vast majority of... Hang Americans, on a minute. What are you saying yeah. about England? <laughs> England sucks! <laughs> 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 no, well, I was... <laughs> At least for two minutes. <laughs> yeah, we were starting something England by you're off. No, uh, we were talking about accents, and I said England has a lot of different accents considering how small of, like, oh, an actual true. country yeah. it is by size. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Amer- yeah. The majority of Americans I mean, each city just sound, basically got... like, I don't want to say normal, but, like, very bland, kind of just, like, 
<laughs> I would describe my <laughs> you accent, said it not us, I would so. describe my accent as general American and most Americans inc- fall under the general American umbrella you know but then there's also like southern accents and there's like is that it <laughs> wait <laughs> like, <laughs> it just stop. that was like uh... <laughs> I mean there's very slight differences in like thickness and like like how thick the accent is or like the way certain words are pronounced if you go like state by state yeah like my mom's from Oklahoma and she has a uh, and she grew up with like a, a different accent because she lived in Oklahoma compared to someone from Texas or Arkansas, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's there's like only a few like broad categories, and there's like tiny variations regionally between like within those categories, you know. Yeah, like New Yorkers sound slightly different from Bostonians, who sound slightly different from people from Philadelphia, for from Baltimore, for example. But it's all I see, I see. generally similar. Yeah, because here in Scotland, I'd say like there's quite a few accents that people talk about, but the ones that I know, like I've actually heard a fair bit, is like you've got the Fife accent, because that's where I am. I'm in Fife, that's my county. So that's kind of my accent, sort of. It's like a more, not like, it's like a just a kind of bog standard Scottish mm-hmm. accent. Then you've got your Glaswegian accent, that's Glasgow. Which is, you know, that's like the that's like the stereotypical one, which everyone says, yeah. they, oh, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, it's like gibberish. That's that's the Glaswegian accent. And then yeah, you've got the Edinburgh Scotland. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. And then you've got the Edinburgh. I'm sure it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Edinburgh accent. That's the posh accent. Because that's like, Edinburgh is like our version of London. It's like the same, ah. like, you know, it's the mo- it's, it's the capital. It's the it's where place that gets... Yeah, yeah, it, you know, it's extortion to live there, so on and so <laughs> forth. Uh, and I also hate Edinburgh, sorry to everyone living in Edinburgh, but it sucks. The traffic there is horrendous. Um, so we, they have Costco, though, so that that's like that's, a point for a it. Has Ikea, so that's an extra point. Yeah. I guess I'll give you those two points, but, uh, you know, traffic sucks, so that's like minus 20 points or something. Um, but yeah, that's like the posher scottish accent edinburgh and there's other ones as well but that's the ones i hear the most uh, yeah i was gonna say edinburgh happens to be the only place in scotland i've actually ever visited so. <laughs> oh of course I it was proper, like... i always go to the common places oh, yeah. it sounds like uh like people from outside the u.s like coming to america and only going to new york because like new york is kind of really not a good great city <laughs> it's really gross it's yeah. really gross I mean, in new york and it's super hard to go anywhere just yeah, I mean, like, there's so much traffic. At least it's, Edinburgh. It's I'll, the one thing I give Edinburgh, the one thing I'll give it, it has a castle in the freaking middle of it. That's pretty That's cool. That's really cool. We don't have that is all cool. America. Did you go to Edinburgh Castle, by the way, Porkin? Uh, I think I did. It was like four or five years ago, so I don't really remember too much, but I think so. Yeah. I'm personally insulted. <laughs> I feel. I feel. I feel like I was an attack on my culture. Yeah. Oh yeah, I went to this historical <laughs> castle and I just don't remember anything about it. Don't worry. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's the all. Sure, thing. buddy. Sure, buddy. Uh, oh yeah. Also, another thing you added, Perrin, was yes. about Elon Musk. Uh, he's uh, planning to make his own AI startup to challenge OpenAI and ChatGPT. This is really kind of funny to me because it feels. Like, as per usual, Elon Musk just kind of feels left out <laughs> and he's trying to stay cool. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? Exactly. Just like, I, yeah. 
I so get like, the what vibe. is it like? What's the plan? Is, is I get he actually, the feeling like, that Elon Musk feels like he can just start a company and have it instantly be a competitor solely because it just has his name attached to it. And there's a certain degree to which that's kind of true, like because he's so rich and famous, like people are more likely to invest in it or whatever. But also, money isn't the only thing that makes a company succeed, you know. And a lot of Elon Musk's companies are evidence of that. I mean, his reputation is not exactly the best right now with what's going on with Twitter and that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw this yesterday and it's pretty funny. It is Elon Musk related. He's So he's rebranding Twitter. Subscri- well, I can't remember what they used to call it, but like Twitter fans. Basically, like you can subscribe to like a, a Twitter user, which is funny. Yeah. Um, but now they're calling it subscriptions. So basically, it's like a Patreon kind of thing where like you get exclusive tweets that only subscribers can get. And exclusive Elon obviously tweets. has this. <laughs> exclusive tweets. Elon I'm not has, even joking. But... Yes. So now there's two major flaws in this. Number one, you can just screenshot the tweets and then just oh, yeah. send the photo of the tweet so anyone can see it, which is yeah And then the other so problem is so Elon has his own version of it. Oh, he has God. like his own. He has his own subscription now, and from what people are saying, his plans are to do <laughs> exclusive memes. Oh no! <laughs> you know what? Just I memes. Think, okay. Waste I think this is good right for society as a whole, and you know why? Because it means nobody needs nobody except for Elon Musk's biggest fanboys have to actually look at his memes. That is true. That, that is a very that's good actually thing. A good yeah. Actually, this have is, I told you about? This my is... dad's work he's got like this guy at his work that's like a big tesla fan yeah and he does what's funny is so my dad he's trained to like a high level where he can actually work on teslas and like electric cars which is a very yeah. dangerous thing because obviously yeah. there are massive batteries and so on so this guy who just started at my dad's work he can't work on teslas mm. never has any interest in actually wanting to do that like actually wanting to be certified to work on electric vehicles and yet is absolutely obsessed with elon musk and <laughs> teslas <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> and he does not like him whatsoever because he's a bit of a mean guy a bit yeah, of a goofy goober like a large amount of elon musk fanboys just kind of aren't good people <laughs> hey, unless to listen to tnc Oh, redeeming course. quality yeah of course i would never insinuate otherwise <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so i guess we'll have to wait and see because obviously this is not actually like launched yet i don't believe this new startup yeah so we'll have to wait and see who knows maybe it'll actually will be interesting maybe there'll be but some interesting stuff to I come have, out of it i have a strong feeling that by the time elon musk this company is even in the position to compete even at all the hype around AI is going to significantly fall off. Like, AI is always going to be a thing, and it's always going to, you know, it's going to continue to get better, and it's continued... It's going to keep being, like, a tool for different different things, but it's not going to, like, take off and, like, become fully ingrained into, like, society, you know? Like, there's... It's going to be used, but there's... It's just not at the point where it's good enough to be anything more than a tool to make things slightly easier, you know? Yeah, I think it'll be, like, a new tool, but I don't know if it's yeah. going to, like... Because like, at the end of the day, it's the same idea with a smart, the smartphone revolution, right? When yeah. the iPhone first came out, it was, like, a snowball effect where stuff just got crazily better mm-hmm. really quickly. But then, like, obviously, towards, like, you know, 
the later 2010s and now yeah. not Even much like, is changing phones yeah. are basically all the same now so i think the it's company's the same got idea lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i think it's also because you can't there's not much else they can really do now exactly. right the cameras are good at, the cameras are really good the screens are really good the processors are really good they can pretty much do everything anyone would ever want a smartphone to do there's not much else to go with it exactly. you know that's why people are trying to do like you know flip phones now like with like bendable yeah. glass and whatever and it's crazy like, but, like rolling phones and that all this yeah. sort of yeah, super that weird too. stuff that no one ever really i don't late. know why i'd want that can't though. believing we're getting late 2000s nostalgia already that's wild oh i missed the days of my motorola razor man i didn't actually have one but my dad did. I remember my mom. So I, I actually have it in the house, though. Before, before everyone in my family had an iPhone, like like before iPhones were like affordable enough for my family to get them. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of my parents had Motorola's. I don't remember yeah. what model, but it was like the basic Motorola. Yeah, pretty much everyone did. I everyone either had a Motorola or a Nokia. That was yeah. kind of the standard. Some people had Blackberries. That was when Blackberry was like actually. Yeah. Black not Barry completely dead off, in the water. Huh? They did. That's weird. It's weird they to just, see. They like, wouldn't stop the keyboards. They wouldn't super, stop those physical keyboards. They were it's, determined. It's so weird to see like companies that I remember being like staples of culture, like fifteen years ago ish, or like twelve years ago, that are just kind of mm-hmm. completely gone now. Like Sprint is gone because they got bought out. And I remember Sprint being a major player in the U.S. In terms of like what sprint mobile. they were a direct competitor with like verizon and at&t for all right like, so they were a mobile carrier yeah right. they were a mobile okay. carrier and they were right, like yo. they were one of the biggest ones in the entire united states and then they got bought out and they were just immediately gone and i don't think any and like nobody batted an eye which is just Damn. really weird to me just like we have seeing, actually a lot of, i just realized in the uk we have a ton of carriers because we have BT, which is British Telecommunications, they actually used to be like a government organization and then were like made private. Then BT bought EE, which is still e. also its own separate EE, double double E. Um, e. E. Yeah, so then they like A sports, but it's just E. 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 It's like having some sort of like mental breakdown. You just go E. But, um, yeah, so you've got EE, you have, what else? You have Free, literally just called, the company's called Free. Do they charge money? <laughs> Everything's three pounds, yeah. Um, you've got, uh, yeah, you've got O2, which is owned by Version, which by the way, Version also has its own carrier as well here in the UK. We have, what else do we have? We also have like one that's owned by Carphone Warehouse. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but you can get this Carphone Warehouse does one. Uh, I mean, there's, there's like tons of other like Tesco does one even is like. <laughs> oh yeah, Tesco Mobile, Tesco Aston Mobile, Mobile. Yeah. Morrison. Doesn't Morrison's have one? Wait, I think Morrison's Tesco has, has their own mobile carrier. Yeah, it's yeah, a huge incredible. one now. It's like, they call mobile. it Supermarket Mobile. Yeah, Supermarket <laughs> yeah. Mobile. If, it's insane. Oh, God, if Costco Tesco came out Mobile with a mobile character, I would. I'm not. Even, wait, I could have sworn even the co-op used to have one. I could have sworn. Yeah. They used oh to yeah, have one. I think yeah. Imagine if like Costco or IKEA started having a mobile carrier out of that, nowhere. That would be insane. I would That'd switch to IKEA funny. mobile Hilarious. instantly. I switch to Costco. I switch. I would switch to Costco. That would yeah. be a hype. Imagine that. I've got like, a Costco. IKEA would be fancier, but you have to like build it yourself. 
<laughs> you have to build the tower and yourself. Tower, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, they ship you one with like very detailed instructions, and you have to build it in like in your house. And just a bunch of like it. metal rods and stuff. But they provide just... it's very modular. It's very modular. Yeah. It's, like, it's not hard. What happens is right, you... it just takes a while. Yeah, and the Costco version. What would happen is you know that section in Costco where they have like all the big sets of like play. You know, you have like the like they have all the big like equipment yeah. that's like built up. And yeah, you know, it's gotta be like, like that. They'll have displays. the tower sitting like on like <laughs> one of the shelves. Yeah. You have to like buy the entire tower and then put it in your car and then like put it in your like back garden. Man. Yeah. And if you use it, you get like a a free cent. hot dog. Yeah, a free hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the hot dogs at Costco are already basically free. It's insane. Basically, they're pretty much giving them away. Yeah, I think we talked about before about how, it's how like the a old seventy-one C- cent hot dog. Yeah, because like because didn't the drink like the old CEO, sixty nine dollars. Yeah, didn't the old CEO of Costco like threaten the new one yeah. when he said, "Oh, he I want to like, increase the price." The price of the hot dog, I will effing kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that is brutal, but amazing. That is awesome. Incredible. Costco, you gotta yeah, love them. Costco. Costco. I feel like every, single, to, actually, every two episodes we keep going on a rant about Costco. Yeah. It's great. Actually, Costco sponsor us, man incredible that'd be amazing yeah i'd love that yeah costco's ceo sponsor us and i won't swear at you or threaten you this time unlike the other guy but uh yeah i think we should actually move on to the actual topic of this episode because how many minutes are we in we're almost uh, an hour 52 in. Almost minutes. not even gotten to it yet <laughs> 52 <laughs> nice nice yeah this is gonna be a long one folks but uh so uh yeah our main topic for this week is music just in general just music Yay. we Basically, Port- Portis uh, suggested we do a music episode, and I was like, okay. I might as well. So we're doing a music episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, Micah mentioned during, because uh, the plan was for him to turn up, but sadly he hasn't been able to make it. He said, uh, we have to have Portis on, because obviously, as we all know, Portis has a keytar. He plays yeah. a bit of the piano, to my mm-hmm. know. He's a bit of a musician. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Elaborate. Well, I mean, I was kind of counting on having uh, Micah here, but um, seeing as that's not possible, I'll just sort of say some things, I guess. Um, But yeah, me and him actually have like a lot of stuff in common with music. So we use the same sort of, um, we use the same sample library, BBC Symphony Orchestra, for orchestral sounds and things. Oh, yeah. Which is a very cool library. It's free as well. So that's great. Very cool. Yeah. And it's got. Unless you have a tally license. True. <laughs> um, so, Micah, you're you paying the tele license. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Watch out. Um, yeah, we also use the same DAW, which is um, like the program you use to sort of make the music, you know, which is another free one, Cakewalk. Very great. I recommend it to everyone. Oh, yeah. Everyone on Earth. You should all use it. All of you. <laughs> Perrin, get yep. Cakewalk. Uh, okay. Make sports music. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely no skill when it comes to music. <laughs> so I'll just have it you can make down. no you can make your own like WWE intro you can make your own WWE intro songs <laughs> it's just the John Cena theme but I changed the lyrics <laughs> it's just the John Cena like theme just looped on top of each other like every couple seconds it just like, starts layering on top of each other <laughs> <laughs> it's like one 
<laughs> one of them's like one of them's like the normal John Cena thing, no, and then the no, other no. one's like slightly pitched up. Or... Yeah, yeah, but it's the John Cena theme and Dwayne the Rock Johnson's rap on top of each other at <laughs> in once. like perfect harmony as well, right? Like no, no, like mixing of anything, just like no, no, not in perfect harmony, just like on top of each other, both in the same key, just like on top of each other playing at once, and like the tempo is completely off. It's like. It's like when you're like got like like tons of tabs open and two tabs are playing like audio yes. and it's just like a garbled mess and you're just like running around trying to find the two tabs making a sound. <laughs> yeah, that's what all yeah, these games nice, nice. for. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Just download it, so, put it in my applications folder, and never yeah. use it, and just look at it fondly every once in a while. It's a little, like it's a little. Just a reminder for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'll put you tell us a bit more about Cakewalk or just like what you're working on if you've got any like projects or stuff you've got uh, cooking. Uh, yeah, well, something exciting coming up. All right, maybe. Oh, we've had rumors uh, of a collab with me and um, my girl. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, watch out for that when it when it drops. I hope we're actually going to do it. I'm not. Hopefully, can't confirm anything yet. But <laughs> yeah, we're actually just yeah, hyping everyone up for like severe disappointment when it doesn't happen. Man. Yeah, I mean, we got to do it now. This is motivation. So um, I just want to <laughs> announce here that me and Perrin are going to be collabing on yeah. that WWE theme. He'll do the, the, the Dwayne Johnson one. I'll do the John Cena one. We'll sing them oh, and then put them on top like, of each other. <laughs> like your Oriali uh, like shivers thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Too good. Oh yeah, listen to Oriali's Ed Sheeran um, Shivers remix. Sus remix. Man. It's amazing. <laughs> I made that Man. in 15 minutes on Audacity. I don't know if you could tell. Audacity is the best wait, music wait, production wait. software. <laughs> but if you can do that in Audacity, imagine what we could put together in Cakewalk. <gasps> True. True. Think, of, think of the possibilities. Mega Sus remix. <laughs> no! Ubu <laughs> Sussy... Uh, what else, what challenge remix. For, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bringing back Ed Sheeran from a dead at 3 a.m. challenge. He's not actually dead, but we'll pretend he is, and then he'll come back. Yeah, oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be very nice. I actually want to ask: Do you see when you have the keytar? Do mm-hmm. you actually use the keytar like as like an actual guitar? In the sense, like you actually have it on and use it as a keytar, like a guitar almost, um, like by holding it. Yeah, yeah. Or is it more just like a natural piano? Well, at this point? you can kind of do both, really, because it's basically it's basically just a keyboard, but in a really weird shape. So, like, I have it on my desk most of the time, so I sort of use it as a as a MIDI controller for writing stuff. But then, if I want to perform with it, I can like ah. put it over my shoulder on a strap and you know look super cool. Ah. Play it like a guitar. <laughs> it does. Cause I remember when you first got it. I remember when you first got it and you sent that photo of yourself with it, and that was like, no, that's yeah. hype. This, this goes high. Yes. I am now a musician. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm hoping to make some uh, covers of some guitar solos soon. So, again, watch out for that. <laughs> oh, hype. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the absolute wild yeah. guitar riffs. I'm waiting for them to just be like full on like metal, just like absolutely yes. shredding that thing. <laughs> I don't know if I even like fully understand how guitar works, but it seems like such a cool instrument. Yeah, it's. I mean, isn't it? It's uh, about. It's, it seems less about like the music itself and more just about like the vibe. It's just the vibe, man. It's a vibe. No, yeah, the only reason you buy a guitar is because it just looks really cool. Yeah. Like it works <laughs> the same as any other keyboard, but. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. It's just it's a keyboard that's in the but shape, it's in of, the a shape of a guitar. Guitar, you don't understand. It's yeah. so much cooler. <laughs> 
I'd love a, a what about a guitar in the shape of a grand piano? That would be so weird and so cool. I don't know how that would even work, but I'm just saying, I'm saying maybe like Tosh, like you know, like what's the main? Is like a, isn't there like Yamaha. a brand that like makes them? They make motorbikes and they Yamaha. also make oh Yamaha. Yeah. Yamaha, Yamaha, that's it. Yamaha make a guitar in the shape of a grand piano. I'm sure you can do it. One of your guys over there can figure it out. I mean, I'm sure. you could just do it, you cowards. <laughs> That voice was incredible, um, but yeah, with a, like in grand pianos, you've got all the strings inside anyway, right? So you could just take the lid off and play it like a guitar if you wanted to. Oh, sort of. <laughs> but the front, the, I don't want keys. I don't want keys on my my this, the grand piano. I want it to be a guitar, but look like a grand piano, like in the shape of it. Yeah. You know, all right, no all cheating right. here, Portis. Okay. My God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it's a kind of a shame we don't have Micah on. I feel like we could go a bit more into this. So hopefully in a future episode when you guys yeah. can converse, we'll do this again. Yeah, I was going to count on him being here you know, for this, but a bit more in the weeds. Yeah. I want to. I yeah. want to hear some behind the scenes details. Yeah, true. About this project. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So we'll try and get. Let's like say we'll try and get Portis on again at some point, and we'll have him talk to Micah about this basically i want to make it sound like he's they're actually going to do it instead of just like vaguely saying you know they might do it will they won't they well yeah it was it was a message in your server where i think he just said we should collab and i said yes and that's basically all we've done <laughs> it's official now yeah. it's happened in my server so that's, yeah yeah but yeah um so obviously for the music episode i thought just kind of riff do like random kind of music we've been listening to or just in general just music chat really <laughs> so i actually wanted to start because i've been listening to brockhampton again i don't know if you guys have listened to brockhampton at all i don't think i've ever heard of that is that bad <laughs> nice good start no that's fine okay <laughs> so basically basically brockhampton's kind of like a rap slash pop group kind of they call themselves a boy band but it's like not the kind of boy band you think of when you think of the term boy band right but um anyway so they made like f- like three albums in 2017 like which is pretty wild and they're all pretty good they're called saturation uh saturation one two and three and they're just bangers to be honest but the reason i was talking about it was because towards their last two albums that released last year it was such a drop-off like you know like their second last album was like basically only one of the members doing the entire record and it was pretty weak in my opinion and then we got another project the day afterwards that was like all the group in that album and it was basically not even finished it was like completely <laughs> like it just sounds like demos because they literally were demos and i was like bruh that's a weak ending to such a great group yeah. i don't know if there's any artists you've had that have done the same thing just fallen off oh I don't really know for sure. Uh, I suppose you can kind of say Owl City just a little bit. Like the stuff <gasps> he makes, the stuff he makes isn't bad, but like it's just not nearly as good as his old stuff at this point. I know a lot of people like still like absolutely love the new stuff he's making, but I just don't think it has nearly as much like personality as his old stuff did. Because a lot of the songs he made, like, uh, he released a new album just, like, three weeks ago. Um, 
and it was it was pretty solid but like none of the songs really stuck for me like they did for his other albums even like the next most recent album which was also is, is also like probably just like a seven out of ten but like it's just not as memorable anymore and this, a lot of his stuff just doesn't have like the same charm that he used to like it is still charming but it's not charming in the same way you know i don't know exactly know how to yeah. describe it but like his first three albums were really really good so that like four year stretch from like 2008 2011 ish was like incredible for him because he had uh, Maybe I'm Dreaming and Ocean Eyes and that was the year he did uh, Sky Sailing as a side project which is incredible and then uh, All Things Bright and Beautiful which is also a really good album it's like that those are the golden days of Owl City I think and everything he's made since then is just hasn't been especially great which is a bit a little bit disappointing but like it's not a huge deal but the stuff he makes isn't bad yet he's only had one bad album uh the midsummer station from 2012 is not that good at all um but is i'm i'm still happy he's making music i just wish it could be a bit more in the same vein as his old stuff basically <laughs> he was basically, better i wish he made better music his old style was better <laughs> is like... basically what i'm saying he leads a bit more towards like more rock-ish stuff which is a mm. bit which just isn't like that just isn't really the same style i fell in love with from him you know yeah yeah that's what's um, a bit... what were you gonna say porous sorry yeah. yeah i was just gonna say i feel like that's sort of a similar response to how a lot of people thought the um Arctic Monkeys sort of new album release. You know, a lot oh, of people are yeah, I was like, really disappointed with that. Yeah. But it's like to their style's sort of completely all. changed, you know, it's like Yeah. I mean like, I personally enjoyed right. it, but yeah. it's not a bad record, but I think it's a bit forgettable. Because yeah. like right, I don't know how you felt about Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, but I really liked that album. No, I yeah, thought that it was, was, really that was their best, I think. Yeah, I think it's their best album. But a lot of people seem to think it's their worst, but I actually think it's their best mm. album. But anyway. But like when they released their next project when like we first got the first single i was like i was all for it i was like yo this is basically just more tranquility bass but like more like kind of straightforward not a problem and then there's but a then lot of it isn't there it's like, yeah the yeah they dropped the record and it was just kind of like oh okay <laughs> it was just kind of like boring yeah. really like you just kind of like ha- like it's one of those things where you listen to the record, you like you take it in when it happens, but as soon as the album finishes, all of it just kind of vanishes from your brain. It's like you never listened to the thing. I feel like though, if you listen you know? to it a few yeah. more times, it sort of grows on you, you know. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I've only listened to it a mm-hmm. few times, but I think it was the same thing with Tranquility Base for me because like when I first heard it, I didn't care all that much for it, but like on repeat listens, it kind of was like, oh wow, this yeah. actually is really good. But um, you know. I think that was the same thing with for me with the slow rush initially when I first heard it in 2020, because obviously like prior to that I was really into like currents and lonerism specifically, which are like I feel like are more immediate. You know, like, you know, as soon as you hear that those two records, they're both like just you know, yeah, they both kind of yeah. click or they don't, and that's kind of it. But like for the slow rush, it was like initially I was like a bit underwhelmed. I was like, oh, this is this isn't like currents, this isn't like lonerism. But then on repeat listens, it's just one of those things where you kind of realize just how detailed and like texture and more rhythm driven that record is, especially towards like tracks like 
it might be time and stuff. I mean, the the beat on I might be t- on it might be time is just absolutely amazing. I really Such a great re- track. Re-listen to that album. It's been a bit since I yeah. Last it's to actually it. some really good tracks on there. Yeah, I mean, I like I I the only track I think I don't really care for. I mean, I, I don't think it's bad, but I think it's just meh. It's probably Glimmer because Glimmer's like a two minute interlude. It's like whatever, but it's still like a vibe. But like other than that, I pretty much like every track on that thing now. Like Breathe Deeper is like such a banger, especially the bassline at the start. I love that yeah, bassline. Really good. Yeah, but they yeah, play, it was one of those things. Breathe Deeper on the school radio a good amount. There's like the one resident uh, DJ on at my school radio who really likes Team Impala. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember because uh, that's the thing, right? Like I was listening to Radio One. Uh, a few days ago which is like you know one of the big british um radio stations on the bbc and out of nowhere i was like i was just kind of idly like doing something i was like working on something and then just like out of nowhere let it happen by tim impala just come like starts playing i'm like yo yo, yo it's like yeah it's like that vibe it's like that thing when just like that that one song that you like love is just like mm-hmm. yo it's on radio man oh i think i had um some Porter Robinson on the radio actually the other day. They did. They played oh, language. Gosh. It was the same day they played Tame Impala. Yeah. They played I think language. we must have listened at the same time then because I think I had that exact same. Yeah, must have. Yeah. Yeah, it was a vibe. Yeah, yeah I was in the was... car. And it was very unexpected and cool. Yeah, no, I just came out of nowhere, just like casually, like, oh, Porter Robinson, there you go. Oh, yeah. Tame Impala, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, not, and for me as well, because I listened to James Blake a fair bit, they also played James Blake as well at some point. I think on. Radio One Relax, which is like a more vibey version of Radio One, right. and that was like, yo, again, okay, it was like, it's just, a, it's like, it's not that meme of like, was it Leonardo DiCaprio like pointing, pointing at the screen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. It's like Tame Impala. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 The was, with my with my school radio, you can kind of tell one who's DJing. And also, what day and what time it is, <laughs> based solely on what songs they're playing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because actually, the same idea with Radio One. Because like mm. throughout the day, they play more like what I'd expect a pop radio station to play, like more like just the hit songs, you know, like the most popular stuff. But then, like towards like the afternoon and like nighttime, they they start playing more like. You know, not I went. I I don't want to say Tame Impala is not underground. It is a hugely is popular not, band, yeah. but I guess in the sense of it's not something that you hear on the radio every single day because they're yeah. not that big on radio usually yeah, compared exactly. to like Ed Sheeran, Ibamo. They're they're popular, but, uh, but they're not poppy. You know? Yeah, not as poppy anyway. They're not as like they're not Ed Sheeran or like Taylor Swift yeah. who just get on the radio instantaneously. I haven't actually heard that much new Taylor Swift on the radio at all. They played Antihero no, so they've played much. Anti-hero. Yeah. <laughs> I think Midnight's... Yeah. They've played Antihero. Taylor but I mean, Swift, compared to... Like, usually you only but... hear her old stuff. Yeah, because I would say, like, ever since she released Folklore, ever since then, they've just stopped playing a lot of her newer stuff. Yeah. Ever since Folklore. Because I have not heard anything from Folklore or Evermore for, like, years now. And I've not even heard anything from, like, uh, you know, Midnight's either. And Midnight's hmm. is a pretty, it's a pretty poppy record. It's not like it's, it's not a folky or country album. It is a full-blown, like, pop record. And yet, 
they don't really play much from it. Like I said, they play Antihero a ton, but they're not playing anything else from it, even though it's a hugely popular record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting, but who knows. But this is the other thing I want to talk about, because obviously we only usually talk about good music, I feel like, on the podcast, <laughs> but I want to talk about a truly awful album. I'm not talking about Ed Sheeran. All right, we all know I don't wow. like Ed Sheeran, right? That, but the thing is, right, the only thing with Ed Sheeran is he still makes things that can be classified as music. It is still technically melodic, right? That's such a backhanded, like, insult. Like, yeah. it's not even it's a technically it music. It's not a compliment. It's not a compliment. Like, congratulations, you made... Congratulations, this <laughs> yeah. qualifies as music. <laughs> Basically, yeah. This so, isn't the worst I'm... thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. So I've got two albums... One of them is, it's te- this one's like Ed Sheeran's in a way, but it's worse in a lot of different ways. The, the instrumental is technically music, but the vocals, mm, that's debatable. So have you guys ever heard of Nostalgia Critic? I, I assume you the, probably have. I know the name. I'm not super I, I've heard the name as well. But, Basically, yeah. yeah. I've not, I don't watch him myself, but I remember when this like first came out. Basically, to give the lowdown, he's like a movie reviewer but he's like yeah. he does parodies of like the movies and stuff within his reviews which is you know whatever so he, parody in youtube just feels like such a bygone era yeah like i feel he, like he's it, a very it, old it youtuber like, he's an OG. I don't know, 2012 yeah but imagine ago. this guy still doing it to this day he's still doing yeah. it like to this day right he's committed so bit, i guess yeah <laughs> i guess so <laughs> so for that yeah but you know I assume you might have heard of it, but I assume you know what The Wall by Pink Floyd is, right? Yeah. You know, it's a huge rock opera. Another, another Brick in the Wall Part 2, Comfortably Numb, so on and so forth. For me, it's one of my favourite Pink Floyd records. It's a really good record. And as well, it came out with a movie a few years uh, after the album released in the 70s. Um, and I've not seen the movie, but most people kind of say it's a pretty decent movie it's quite experimental it's like a mix of animated and live action it's a very like kind of you know like i say really just kind of unique project but nostalgia critic decides to make a parody of this as a review but doesn't review the album whatsoever basically is making a beat for beat recreation but imagine it's like tommy wiseau's the room oh no but without any of the charm and also imagine he makes at an least, entire at least the room is like hilariously bad in bad in a yeah. charming way like the yes. movie yeah so it's not charming whatsoever it's not funny well it's funny but it's because it's so terrible i recommend at least if you want to look up the video and just watch like just just scan the video just like skim it because it's genuinely it's incomprehensibly bad anyway um, he also then releases alongside this a parody album of The Wall by one of the most acclaimed like, out, out, bands ever. What a genius right? idea. And, <laughs> oh gosh, I googled yeah. it and there's, a fu- there's multiple five-star reviews. <laughs> yeah, f- yeah, there's sure. Four, four, five, five, six, seven. These people need eight, mental help. Eight five-star reviews. And one See of them a is, therapist. Okay, the one at the See. bottom is from Dexter Lanyon about a year ago. Five stars, and the the description is, my dad has bald. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> my dad has bald. What a ringy endorsement. Man. Yeah, what a... Anyway, 
Um, so yeah, he releases an album, Nostalgia Critics The Wall. And like I say, it's a recreation of the original album. But imagine he sings like parody lyrics mocking the wall, but he doesn't know what the wall is. Like he it's he basically completely misses the point of the whole thing. Like for example, he compares another brick in the wall part two, which is about basically how the band Roger Waters, one of the band uh, members, um, grew up during the 60s in school in England, which, as many of you may know, was quite a, not a very nice time. Yeah, right? wasn't great. You know, wasn't great, you know, post-war England and stuff. Yeah, I actually, and, um, I actually um, for a class I had a couple of years ago, we actually had to write like a short response like about the music video for Another Brick in the Wall. Which is really fun. Oh yeah, so yeah, like, it's a great track. Like, it's a great track because we were for that class we were going through V for Vendetta, and like analyzing V for Vendetta, and so we were just like, oh, there's like common thematic elements here. Go point them out. Have fun, and so we did. And it, was, <laughs> it was a it was a fun exercise, and it was it's a weird video, but like it's really, really it is. Well yeah basically yeah so basically the whole song is about how school is you know during that time period was pretty rough so nostalgia critic in his infinite wisdom says that he should stop complaining because you know everyone thinks high school sucks coming from the guy who you know grew up in high in like you know american high school during like the 80s or 90s a very different experience, to say the least. Yeah. But he chalks it up to him just being like, oh, oh, it's just, you know, he's just a whiny <laughs> loser that doesn't like school. Yeah. Basically. That's basically the whole process. And imagine that for the entire runtime of this album. That's basically him. It's basically missing the point, the album. And not just that, you can't sing at all. It's basically just like, I'd much rather listen to a a cat scream in my ear for like like an an hour than listen to this ever again. Which, by the way, I did listen to the record because I absolutely just hate hate myself, it seems. But, um, and what, now, another thing was they got Corey Feldman of Slipknot fame on this thing. Right, so he's in the video. Doesn't say anything until the very end as like a joke because during the original movie, basically the main characters doesn't say all too much. Um, and but he gets to sing a song at the very end. What song do you think he sings? I don't. Know. I'll give you a clue. It's not on the wall. It's not. It's not a track from the wall. Oh boy. Shivers sus remix. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> You're not actually far off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, and then the Dwayne Johnson theme on top of it. Um, no, the SpongeBob SquarePants theme. Why? <laughs> yeah, the SpongeBob. I'm like, not joking. The Spon- as our responses. What? Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's incomprehensible. It's stupid, and I hate it. It's a bad album. Um, bad. Ooh, yucky. <laughs> that's that's my review of the album. <laughs> Right, and then there's another song. Do you know who Corey Feltman is? Right, Corey Feltman, and you, you just, probably know he makes like. You, you just said he was a Slipknot member, right? No, a uh, wrong person. It's another guy called no. Corey, I think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. So this is called Ascension Millennium, and it is truly awful. I'm not even going to describe what it is because I can't describe it. If you're curious, look it up and listen to it. If not. You're you're saving your ears. I'm not even going to explain oh, it. <laughs> it's, it's that bad. Man. So, but yeah. 
I just thought I'd talk about some bad music since we already talk about yeah. good music. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just venting at this point. It's just <laughs> me just like telling you my trauma. Man. <laughs> but yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean any other music you wanna talk about before we move on to the music segment? Yes, we are still doing the music <laughs> segment, by the way. Uh again. Think of anything in particular? No, yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're like good. I say, we'll have you back on Portis later mm-hmm. uh, in another episode. Yeah, I still we'll I want to hear on. more about that. That's not, like collab there. It seems like a good time. Yeah, this no. Like... Uh, we've got to actually do it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to do it now. We've like too much disappointment if we it. don't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, moving on from music to the music segment. Um, I think we should start with you, Perrin. Alright, so there's a new Hosier EP that came out a little under a month ago. It's called Eat Your Young, which is kind of spooky. It features the, the title track, uh, Eat Your Young, which is oh, lo- kinda, lovely, kind of oh. quite disturbing. <laughs> I can um, imagine. <laughs> yeah, because it's about... Um, Eating children? I forget exactly where, what like time period it was, but there's a really rough point in I, I don't know if it was during the potato famine but it was a super rough point in irish history where everyone was so poor that like this one guy wrote a pamphlet and he was just like i don't know what to do at this point maybe i don't know if you're so desperate for money or whatever you can go sell your children to be cannibalized by rich british people <laughs> and he was like kind of serious <laughs> about it and so he wrote a song about that <laughs> but it's like really well in typical hosier style it's like done really well with like really good like poetic lyrics and everything and it goes really hard and it feels a lot more upbeat than of course it than the lyrics actually are but it's a really good song and then there's a couple other songs in the ep also so there's uh one called uh all things end which is a bit slower it's 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 really nice it's not my it's probably my least favorite on the album but it's still really good and then there's uh, this one called Through Me, and then in parentheses, The Flood. And it goes really hard. It's probably one of my favorite Hosier songs ever. I don't exactly know the symbolism behind it, but it's really, really good. It's got a really, really good drum beat. It's super fun to sing. It's like, it reminds me a bit of his song. Uh, which one is it? Um, the one from the opening of... Uh, Wasteland Baby. I forgot what it's called. I don't think what it's called. Uh, Nina Cried Power. It reminds me a little bit of that one in terms of the the tone and the beat, but it's really, really, really good. I'm a huge fan. And it's a preview of his upcoming album that's coming out, I think, at the end of the summer. So there's more, a huh. little bit, a little taste of Hosier content now, and then we'll get a new album later down the line. So I'm nice. really excited for that. Very cool. Yeah. There you go. I'm sure we'll have you on the podcast again to talk about when yes. it comes out, because I know you're a big Hoysier yes. stan. But uh, yeah, uh, Portis, what about you? What have you chosen? Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Anomaly, who's a very cool Canadian like electronic jazz producer, which is a very sort of unique style of music that I don't really hear in many places. Um, and he's a keyboard player as well, which... Is always a good thing, obviously, because keyboard is just the best <laughs> instrument, objectively. But is he a keytar player? I don't think he question. is, so I guess I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Portis is officially better. Yeah. 
but um <laughs> yeah i didn't really want to say anything specific but his stuff is very cool you should go check it out yeah it's like cool. is there any like specific tracks you call out that are like well people should try or just kind of this album from 2017 i'm gonna butcher the saying it, it's like metropole but with like an accent <laughs> i think oh. it's french but <laughs> i don't speak french so yeah but, but it's a very good album Fair it's got lots of cool sort of synth stuff and yeah it's really nice to listen to anyway so go check it out fair enough cool fair enough and i've chosen and i think both of you know this record pretty well as well and that is nurture by paul mm-hmm. robinson as we've already mentioned them as well um i mean it's i think it's a poor one of the best electronic albums i've ever heard i said it's general. one of the best albums i've ever really? heard album. just full stop yeah yeah it's, it's just a good album my favorite probably it my is favorite album of all time yeah it's a masterpiece to be honest um for anyone who doesn't know it's uh i guess the best way to explain it it's kind of like a very optimistic electronic slash folk kind of like folktronica kind of album because it's a bit of a folky kind of sound to like it in a lot of the tracks kind of folky vibes but it's not really folky in style at all it's very heavy yeah. on the electronic like it mm. takes cues from folk music but it's electronic through and through with mm. the sound i feel like the best way to describe it is kind of feels like its own little world you know, mm-hmm. it feels like it's own. Like I, even the way the album starts, it feels yeah. like you're being transported to like I this alternate it universe. I describe to a friend as it's. It sounds like the feeling of getting a warm hug through VR. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a good way to explain it. Actually, <laughs> yeah. But uh. Or it, it yeah, like fuzzy and happy and warm, but it feels like like, but it's you know it's very much electronic mm-hmm. yeah it's a, it's a vibe man it's really good like i remember um uh when i first heard look at the sky because like for people who don't know poor hasn't really released anything for like seven years prior to nurture so when he dropped uh you know look at the sky it was like a massive deal it was huge deal and it is such a great track. Is is what's great about the album is like it has tracks like "Get Your Wish," um, "Look at the Sky," and uh, "Musician," "Mirror," and all that that have yeah. and something comforting, which have like really something catchy. Something goes so hard. Yeah, Man. it slaps. It goes so hard. To, um, the first song I had heard from the from the album at all was "Mirror," and because I think uh, someone played it in music VC. And then when I was listening to the full album, I started with Mirror, for whatever reason, just because it was the one that was familiar. But the the three-song stretch of Mirror, Something Comforting, and then Blossom made me cry the first time I listened to it. It was... Yeah, so it is a really powerful record. And Blossom, I mean, it is the cutest song ever made, so I think. <laughs> I, learned, I learned recently when I was working on the song cover for it that um, the reason it's called Blossom is because Porter Robinson's girlfriend, whom the song is about, forget exactly what her name is, but her name is means pear blossom in Japanese, which is really cute. That is very cute. It's such a wholesome record. Yeah. I feel like it's a because I I feel like my music Rika, taste a lot of time Rika. like kind of like it kind of goes towards more moody music in general, you know. But like with Port, this record, it's just pure, just like 
just kind of positive. It's yeah. just a, it's just really a positive record, mm-hmm. and I feel like it was a really like important even the record. Song, even the sad songs like Blossom, even oh, Blossom yeah. feels really positive because it's more, more just gushing about how much they love each other. Like he loves his girlfriend, which is great. Yeah, they're actually engaged now as well. Yeah, which is like, pretty cool. Love to see it. You love to see it, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a bad. There's not a bad song on it. I think every track yeah. is a massive standout. Yeah, like, you know, even, I was recently listening. Even my my least favorite track on it is probably Mother, and even that mm-hmm. one's still really good. It has a really good message, but I just think it's a yeah. bit more a bit more repetitive and less musically interesting compared to others he has on the album. I really like it to be honest. It's actually, I used to be one of my favorite tracks on it when I first heard the record. Mm-hmm. I think it's just I like how kind of like bombastic it is. It's got probably the most bombastic beat on it, but yeah, it's just a good record. I mean, Mm -hmm. like I say, there's not really a bad track. I really like Dull Scythe too. Now I've been Mm -hmm. listening to that a lot more. I love how it. I I think someone described it as Porter Robinson slowly learns music theory, because like the track starts off as being really glitched out and Mm -hmm. like almost incomprehensible, but then towards like the middle point of the track, it actually turns into this really huge kind of track. I really, you know, I've really come to like wind tempos the more i think about it oh wind, wind tempos, tempos don't tell oh my it's, god it's so pretty like the piano yeah and the like layered um, like synth yeah. harps on top of each other it's just so pretty i was actually listening to i, was, I think i watched the review for, for anthony fantano about it and he mm-hmm. was talking about wind tempos and he said about the second half which is like the piano part yeah he says it, it's like a robot having a religious experience and i think that's a really good description yeah. it's just it's really good it's just a really i, I don't know what it's about that piano line on that like the second part of wind tempos yeah. but it is just so pretty it's just so pretty i keep convincing yeah. my brother to try to learn it <laughs> because <laughs> i got i got my brother to listen to the album now it's one of his favorites of all time um yeah yeah he should listen I, to I, me more when it comes to music opinions <laughs> i have not i have not recommended an album to him that he has not fallen in love with <laughs> Man. just impeccable almost music taste. The, almost as if we are the, basically the same person and have the same taste <laughs> maybe it's just corbin on the podcast just now yeah it's been him the you whole never know. time are you in India just now? No. It would be... What time would it be in India right now? Yeah, it's nine hours <laughs> ahead from EST, so it'd be like... It would be like 8 p.m. Oh, it could be me in India right now. You never know. That's not oh, too yeah. bad. There you go. You never know. You never know. And do we know if Portis is actually Portis or not just a bird? Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Because he, he is like his birds. I often think that. Birds are really cool. Birds they are, are pretty great. cool. I remember yeah. that meme you sent in the, the server, my server. It's like the one that's like, I want a literally, like, what was it, literally pet a uh, yeah. bird well, or something? Oh, that was so cute. One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the one I, don't I put know in there about Adobe where it's, I'm banking off of the what if, uh, what if you wanted to go to heaven but God said blank meme, which is really <laughs> stupid, but I made it, um, what if you wanted to buy a hammer, but Home Depot said uh, that'll be $55 a month, and I'm making fun of Adobe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. We need to rant about Adobe more. I yeah. think we need to do an episode just, like, ranting about yeah. Adobe. I, was I, doing just, this I just hate them as a company. My, I was doing this with some of my design, design friends I have in my design classes right now, and I was talking about, like, why I'm such a, a vehement affinity stan. Yeah. Basically. Just because, <laughs> God, it's just a bad. Great. It's just painful. 
I got I got Affinity V two recently, by the way. I'm oh, still, nice. I'm still mostly like I, I like it. I'm mostly using V one just because the way like some of the things I've made in in V one translate over to when they translate over to V two, some of them are like messed up a little bit. Just right. some of the, some of the curves just like don't work all the way, which is a bit disappointing. So I, mm-hmm. I basically use both in tandems. Like whenever I want to use a V2 feature, I like mm-hmm. copy paste it in, do what I need to do and bring it back. Oh, I see. But yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I still have like V1 installed just in case I need to like use it for whatever, but I've not really touched it since I got V2 really. I've been mm. pretty happy with it. it. Must just be lucky. I must just be lucky, I suppose. Yeah. It must be, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I definitely recommend the upgrade though. I think it's definitely worth it especially because you get more updates as well yeah. and also get more free stuff as well because yeah. Seraph just can't stop giving out free stuff. Exactly. They're just obsessed with it. Reason number four billion why they're better than Adobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, if you yeah, want something think... from Adobe, it doesn't matter how small it is, they're going to charge you 20 I know, basically Adobe will make you pay for literally everything. Yeah. Basically. Ugh, I hate Adobe. Anyway, before I start going on another rant about Adobe, I think we should start trying to wrap up the podcast. Because yeah. how how far are we it's in? It's been now? a solid like hour and a half. Hour and a half, I think. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, we we've done a pretty substantial episode here. I say, I think mm-hmm. we can think so. say we've. This is a certified TNC moment where we've just Definitely. ranted about random stuff that has nothing to do with what we were actually planning on talking about whatsoever. It's been pretty fun. <laughs> Yeah, the best, the best yeah. episode, the best episodes. Doesn't matter what podcast it is, but especially our podcast because, of course, this one's the best one ever yeah. made. Um, but the best episodes just kind of go wildly off topic, just for fun. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say TNC fans, you're gonna be eating tonight. I'm telling you. Now, whenever I listen to one of the longer episodes, I split it up over like three days and just listen. To <laughs> you could you could do what I do and just listen, uh, watch and like watch stuff on YouTube and also listen to podcasts at like one and a half or times two speed. Yeah, could just do that. However you listen, happy you're listening. You know yeah. that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, you know, but uh, <sighs> yeah, I think we shall st- start to, uh, you know, f- finish up. So my name is Sean. Um, Perrin? Um, poor Ken. Or whatever else you want to call me, I don't really care. <laughs> I go by many names. <laughs> and where can we find you guys? Your server. Uh, I'm... <laughs> yes, you can find you at Other server. than my server. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Dribble and Behance and Instagram. And uh, if you really want to look around for my stuff, the sportslogos.net forum. All kinds of places. Yeah. Just Google me. <laughs> Just Google me. You'll probably find me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same, but without the sports Probably. logos, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And you can find me uh, at my server, actually. So that's tazhangout at dot versal dot app. Uh, I'm just going to quickly get the bio link as well, because for. This is a really bad thing to admit, but I cannot remember off the top of my head if it's bio.link slash TNC or not. TNC. I believe it is. Yes. Yeah, it's slash TNC. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So you can find all of our links there to our waste of our Instagram and so on and everything else. And if you Very want to join cool. the Michael Lindley Discord server so you can chat about the podcast, just head to discord.michaellindley.com and you can, uh, you know, join in on the fun. But for now, thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Farewell.
See ya.